Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, welcome back to Beyond the Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Pabuda, joined today by usual co-host, Alex Boudreau. And today we have a special guest known as Alexa G, Alexa Greenfield from Long Island, who might be better known for her antics of dipping her chicken tenders into soda like a psychopath. Alexa started not too long after that, something called the Stadium Tour on YouTube, where she goes to various different stadiums across the nation and tests out their food and gives them a rating. And uh, she's been pretty successful with it so far. But uh, Alex and I want to thank you guys for listening for these last eight or nine months. Um, Alex is heading out to California. I am going to be bouncing around for a little while with some business endeavors that I have going on. Um, So Alex and I will be conducting podcasts via Zoom. Um, with the holidays coming up, we might be taking a short break, but we'll come back to hit it hard in January. So I hope you guys enjoy this last one before the year ends. Bruce, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time! Recording out of New York City, New York. Welcome to the Undisputed Greatest Podcast in the World. Beyond the Brand! Alexa, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, what you were doing before you went viral for dipping your chicken tenders into soda. So I'm born and raised in Manhattan, New York City, which is why I'm a New York sports fan. And I, prior to the whole viral moment, it was actually... It was a weird transition period in my life because so out of college, I started a chocolate and toy company. It was called a goodies bag. I could show you one. I have one over here. It was a little bag that had chocolates with a surprise toy. So it was for kids. That's because my family um, was in the toy business, which you could actually see back here. I've, that's like one of our most famous toys we ever made. And I have like plush toys everywhere because that's uh, my family business. So then I kind of went into that and I did chocolate and toys and then Um, after a couple years, it was actually doing really, really well. Uh, I just, I felt like I wasn't growing professionally because I was in this family office and, you know, the people had known me for so long since I was growing up and everyone was a bit older and I just felt like I wasn't professionally growing. So I decided to move to Hong Kong um, to learn the manufacturing side a little bit more and work in the factories and, and figure that part out of it. And that was the plan. And I had a flight on October 1st. And I kept saying to myself the whole summer, I'm going to Hong Kong, I'm going to Hong Kong, unless something happens. I had no idea why I kept thinking this, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going, I'm going, like, unless something unforeseen comes up. And obviously, I had no idea what it was going to be, but I just had this weird feeling that, like, something was going to change the plan. And then I go to the U.S. Open. Um, it totally goes viral. This is September now. And I had the choice to go to Hong Kong still, which is always going to be there. That opportunity is always going to be there for me or to capitalize 
on this viral situation, which I chose to do because my dream was always to work in sports and my dream was always to do something, but I didn't have the proper education. You know, it's not like I went to school for that or anything. So I didn't know if I was qualified to just get a job in the field. And then this just jump started me into that, which is what I've always wanted to do. Gotcha. So two questions out of that. What was it like living in Hong Kong compared to growing up in New York City your whole life? No, I didn't go. Oh, you didn't go at all. I thought that you said you went there first and then came back. You went there for the manufacturing? I went on vacation, but what happened was the viral moment happened right before I was going to like move there. Gotcha. And then I was like, do I stay or do I go? And I stayed. Gotcha. Okay. Re- refresh my memory. What went viral? When she dipped the chicken out there. So I'm at the U.S. Open and I'm sitting at the food court. It was such a hot day. It was um, Labor Day, Monday. I had just gone out the day before, um, like pretty intensely. And I was so tired and I was going to be with my nephews. And I was like, I really, I don't think I can handle this right now, but I really just wanted to be a good aunt and make it. So I make it to the U.S. Open. It's 100 degrees. So instead of watching the match in the stands, which we usually would have, we just went to the food court to like eat and drink and try to cool off. And as that's happening, I say to them, I'm about to do something really weird. Don't tell your mom. Don't tell any adults. Like I'm embarrassed about this, but I thought that they would think it was funny. So I dipped the chicken in the soda. And two seconds later, I got a call from a friend. I think I just saw you on ESPN dipping your chicken fingers into soda. And I'm like, <laughs> and I look around and this cameraman's waving like this. <laughs> he's hysterically laughing. And I run over and I'm like, what happened? And he's like, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it at least? I mean, was the soda cold? Did it taste good? It tasted great. About that I've done it. I, do, I used to do it all the time. This wasn't like a first try. Okay, so you do it all. I just hadn't done it in years because I'm embarrassed. I was embarrassed by it. Who introduced you to doing that? I guess it started when I was younger. My dad was just like, if they're so, if they're too hot, just stick it in the soda. It'll cool it off. I don't know where that came from. Um, and then I just liked the flavor. What's your nationality? Well, I'm from New York. Well, like, <laughs> he means like, you, like Italian, yeah, like, heritage. Like, it's my background. My mom is German. Your mom's German. Okay. And my dad's from Brooklyn. So is he Italian? Nope. Just anyway, I was gonna say, is that like an Italian thing? I was wondering. Oh, that. I, mean, so. I, I, I thought you were gonna ask if I have an accent because a lot of people think no, that. No, 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 no. I, I, I have dipped it into the soda before, but I'm a big dip. The, the but before the, you, before my thing, I have done it. Yes, growing up, but I'm Why? a, big, I'm a big dip the nugget in like frosty guys. Like when I go to Wendy's, I, I yeah, like to dip the that's nugget. so different than soda. See, I, I, I've done some weird things that people from New Jersey judge because I'm from Connecticut. So, I mean, I put like peanut butter on my pancakes or some shit like that. Right. Ketchup well, on rice. So many people eat fried chicken with maple syrup. Yeah, that's wild. It's but the you, same you, salty you speed. Yeah, guess. chicken and waffles, come on. Yeah, but the whole syrup on chicken is not. That's why I was surprised at the reactions. Hmm. Gotcha. So, and then from there, like, what like is you it happened with the the Knicks game right when you said it was like semi-planned that was the second time okay no no no. it wasn't planned they just so the moment was so huge the U.S. Open one yeah they knew that I was going to the game 
I did not know that they were filming me. Gotcha. They just knew that I was going to be at the game and doing it because I started like recording every time I did it. Um, so I didn't know that, that that's why it's like a weird angle. I didn't know they were filming me, but they knew I was going to be at the game. So I didn't really know that they were going to put it on the jumbotron like that. And then that went viral again. So after that, that first time, did you, your following grew like substantially, like cause you said you kind of owned it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I think I got like 20,000 followers. Just from the first time going viral. See, it would have been much more if I had been tagged, but I wasn't tagged in any of these videos. So ESPN posted, SportsCenter posted, I mean, Complex, like everyone posted it, but didn't tag me for the first time because they didn't know my Instagram, they didn't know who it was. I would have gotten way, way, way more. Um, and then when it went viral the second time, I, I kind of got tagged and that's why I got more followers, but. So what, what, what was like your game plan that held you back from going to Hong Kong? Were, were you planning on just like, eating chicken, chicken tendies like all the time and just dipping in like going to sports games or I my game plan was to figure out a game plan okay my game plan was to assess the situation um study what other people do after they go viral how do how are they successful how are they not successful like what's the trajectory I'm supposed to be taking and then also how can I make it a serious thing and push it away from just I never wanted to just be the like party tricks to chicken soda thing. I did that a, a little at the beginning while I was taking the time to formulate what I wanted to make it more serious with, but that's not, that was never the goal. And I try to stay away from that now. Um, like- Is your parents still in the toy business? My family is, yeah. My older brother runs it now. Nice. Do you ever do like chicken tender reviews like Dave Fortnite does? No, not yet. I was thinking about doing it. I was thinking about doing it at, you know, at each game I went to. And I started an account for a while where I was doing it, but one, um, I think that they're not that good at most of these stadiums and I don't want that to be the vibe I'm giving off because I want them to like me. Well, that'd be sick. Cause you get to go to like every single stadium. Well, that's, that's the point of stadium. Well, and it could be a double whammy, you know, get the review, the, the sodas. Yeah, you, you could like, whammies. you could almost do like the food, like what you've been doing. And then just like at the end of every one, you do like a chicken tender review. Yeah. Well, in, in all my episodes, we did film something of me reviewing them. I just kept it out of the episode because like I said, I'm, I was trying to stray away from that for the time being. Right. Yeah. So... And then was there a third time that it blew up too? Like it went viral, like uh, another, like it was, I know it was the Knicks game. The Knicks game was the first one I saw before I even knew about the U.S. Open one. But was there a third time? Yeah, after? No, so it was just the U.S. Open one and then the Knicks one. The Knicks one I like better because one, you can see my face and two, I am such a diehard Knicks fan that the fact that I get, like when I go to Madison Square Garden, I get recognized and that just, I feel honored. How many games do you go to a year? Without. As many as I can. Okay. Yeah, I'm a diehard Knicks fan too. It sucks, but it's terrible. Um, how'd you end up a Knicks fan? Just from growing up in New York? Yeah, literally. I think I was being taken to games since I was less than a year old. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, and it does suck, but you know what? <laughs> it's fine. 
Yeah. I mean, so there's some about MSG too. Like I used to go to games a lot when I was little. My mom was like a, a marketing executive for Delta. So I, I would like be sitting courtside. I was like five years old and I'd be slamming chicken tenders like courtside. Because the seats that we had were always, there used to be the tunnel in the middle. Mm-hmm that the dancers would come out of, you remember? Like now they changed it to the sides. So our seats were always the seat right at the middle and they had the Kid City dancers and they one time offered me to try out to be a Kid City dancer. Why didn't you do it? The schedule was just so demanding. And also I don't dance. (laughs) But... I knew a girl who did that uh, for a little bit. Like not the kids one, like the the other one. Yeah, I know. I know someone who did it too. It was very funny. Yeah, I said it was pretty crazy. But... um. So then, like, so talk to us a little bit, I guess, like, because your family, you had that entrepreneur, like, DNA, like, you guys had your own, your own business, like, talk to us a little about, like, the idea of Stadium and where that came from. Yeah, well, I also studied entrepreneurship at NYU, and that's always been, you know, one of my biggest interests, and like I said, sports was as well, so it just took me some time to figure out, like, what the connection was and what the niche that I could get into and I love diners drive-ins and dives I love that show and I love food shows and I just started to think there is so much to cover at these stadiums they have some of the craziest foods delicious foods and I've been learning so much along the way like at MetLife Stadium I did this whole thing about the chicken sandwich it's a proprietary recipe that they created they make them by hand Every single game, they bred the chicken, they fried the chicken, made to order in that stadium. I thought these things were shipped on a frozen truck from yeah, like Idaho. <laughs> That's wild. And they make these by hand at MetLife every Sunday, made to order. And that's just super interesting. It makes you think of it as, as less unappealing as you would have guessed. Yeah. So did you always have, were you always like super passionate about food too? Like, yeah. Or- like weird like I'm a weird eater like I just I've always eaten like a child like chicken fingers pizza pasta that's my those are my go-tos what's your favorite food um hmm. I really like chicken soup (laughs) you're so basic like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I uh I think I had mashed potatoes for the first time when I was like 19 years old when I nine I didn't have pizza till I was 19 Oh my god! What? Yeah, that's fucked up. Like I was like a plain pasta with butter girl. What's the, what's the reasoning behind that? I don't know. I think I was just scared of like trying what? new things. Of just of trying new things. That is that's <laughs> wild. I've never heard of that. Then I studied abroad in Florence. I was like, I gotta just bite the bullet here. And then what was your reaction first time you ate, ate pizza? Were you like, this is what the fuck have I been waiting for my whole life? Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. What was your first slice of pizza? Was it just regular cheese or pepperoni? It was like, you know, an Italian margarita pizza. Like, not like a New York slice type. Like Yeah, a... yeah I watched the one you did at, I think it was at City Field, <laughs> with the, the, like, the Detroit-style pizza with the honey on it. Oh, Emmy Squared is phenomenal. So, we, like, we're, we live in Jersey City, so we had a, uh, like a Detroit style pizza where they, they, they told me like, Oh yeah, I put honey on. I was like, what the fuck is this? So like, I was like, yeah, I guess I'll try it. And then I ordered, it came here and it was honestly unbelievable. And then I saw your video. I was like, next time I go to city field, I definitely need to try that. Yeah. Or they have a lot of restaurants uh, around the city. Yeah. Which are the fire. Phenomenal. Emmy squared is great. 
So have you thought about taking it like beyond like sports stadiums too? Like, are you looking at like maybe just hitting like big time restaurants and stuff or is that just stadiums you want to like stay strictly with? Well, okay. So here's the thing. First of all, don't forget that most of these concert venues are the same stadiums. Right. So I can easily open it up to concert episodes because it's the same food and it's the same venues. But the reason I really want to stick with stadiums for now is because my ultimate goal is to bring it internationally. And I really want to go to the Korean baseball stadiums and I want to go to the cricket games. And, you know, I've been to sumo wrestling and I saw how interesting the food is there in Japan and, you know, kickboxing. There's just so many sports around the world and they have such interesting foods um, going on at their stadiums. And I want to try them. I want to report on them and I want to show them to everyone because you just wouldn't even realize. I mean, you can get a thousand different flavors of ramen at a Korean baseball game. Yeah. So being as, are you still obviously not as picky anymore or are you just open to trying like new foods now, especially if you're looking to go like internationally? No, I'm not as picky anymore. And I'm going to try everything that they give at, you know, I want to try these things. This is actually helping my pickiness issue because now I'm just trying everything. Yeah. Are you utilizing more of just TikTok for now? Or you want to expand to either LinkedIn or Instagram? Well, the TikTok thing is new, but I like it. So I'm utilizing that. And I like YouTube. And I, I like collaborating with other Instagram brands and other media brands that have their own followings, you know, like food websites or food pages and doing things for that. And that's actually my favorite thing to do. Were you freaking out when Trump wanted to ban TikTok? Um, no, because I wasn't even on it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. How quickly, how quickly did you, when you went on to TikTok, did you jump up like to like 100K followers? You said it was like relatively quick, right? Well, what happened was ESPN reposted this Knicks video on TikTok. It had never been on TikTok. I went viral in the news. I went viral on the internet. And then I went viral on Instagram. Um, it had never been on TikTok. So the first time it gets on TikTok, it goes viral. And then that's when the account just shot up 50,000 followers in one day. And then I kept growing. Interesting. And what's like the weirdest experience you've had with someone who recognized you, like in public? Um, I don't think any of them have actually been that weird. I, I, I feel like it's weird because I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm not anything, you know, like I'm just like relaxed. They're like, oh my God, you're so nice. I'm like, what? I'm, I dipped the chicken in soda. Like, everyone needs to relax. Like, I don't need to be like, recognized like this, but... Um, you, said, you, said you, had, you said you had like, uh, you had some like crazy DMs too, right? Oh, the DMs are insane. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what, what's the wildest DM you got from this experience? Honestly, I, I really don't even think I can say the wildest ones, but just in general, it's a lot of just dudes <clears throat> trying out their <laughs> lines. <Yeah. laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't get those. Yeah, a lot of international people. Yeah, no one's sliding our DMs. So I can't really. Um, so now, now we're on this really topic. Do you have like? What? <laughs> said so now we're on this topic. Do you have Do you have any friends for a um, six three Frenchman with blonde <laughs> hair? <laughs> Is that you? 
Yeah. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> Maybe. I'd have to think about it. Are you going to DM them? I could, I could like dip my fries like in soda with them. Are you going to DM them? <laughs> no, I won't DM. Practice the lines. I can tell you some of the best ones. Best what? Like some of them are, some of them I answer just because they're clever. I'm obviously not meeting up with these people, but. Interesting. But yeah, some of them are clever. Like they deserve. Definitely shed some insight to us for that. Some of them deserve an answer. I don't really remember right now. I'd have to look back on it, but some of them deserve an answer. Like if they're, if it's funny, you know, hmm. and like thought out, not creepy. So Okay, so females go for pickup lines. I thought I thought they're just cheesy. They're not cheesy ones. I I I actually have to look back on it. I forget, but some of them are just clever. Okay, gotta put my mind to it. All right. So, what would you say is like? Obviously, you say going international, but is there anything you want to stem off of stadium too, or is it like that's like what your full like focus is going to right now? I mean, ultimately, I think that I could report on all different lifestyle, like sport lifestyle, fashions of the players and their hobbies outside of the sport. You know, I have a lot of ideas of basically like how to cover like everything after the buzzer, let's say. Um, so I would eventually like to get into that, but I just think, well, I thought food was the natural way to start because of my passion about it, because of how much there's to cover. I mean, I could simply make content on stadium food for years and years and years and, and never run out of new things because there's so many different stadiums. There's so many food items in each stadium. There's always new items. I mean, the, the content is endless. So that's where I wanted to start. But the pandemic obviously put a big halter on that after every slam dunk just dunk it she's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get away from the chicken tenders into I am, I am. it's too it's too much i mean it was two years ago i'm not like riding some chicken soda thing i really am focused on the stadium tour i don't even put that in those episodes yeah. what was the like coolest thing that's came of it like as far as have you met anyone because of it or I, I just made so many good friends in the sports industry that have been able to ultimately help me connect with people and network. And, you know, like I was saying before, I felt very stuck and um, lacking growth in the last thing I was doing. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm meeting tons of new people, making tons of connections, networking a lot. And I feel that the work that I've been putting in in this industry and, and doing the stadium tour, no matter how far the stadium tour has gotten yet, has been really, really beneficial and, and really positive. And I think I'm on a really, really good track. Yeah, makes sense. You want to see this toy though? Yeah, we do want to check it out. Toy, yeah. This was the biggest one you said that like your family made the one behind you? This is called the Lots of Legs. It was really, really big in the 80s. And then we brought it back, I believe, in the early 2000s. This was just huge in the 80s before I was born. Um, you can look it up. I'm in some of the commercials for when we brought it back, but. What's the name of the company? You, you wouldn't know. It's not because we do the manufacturing, so you wouldn't know the name of the company. But you would know, you would know a lot of the toys we do. do I mean, like we did Angry Birds. We've done, the, you know, the Ted Bears from the movie. We made all of those. Oh. I used to like gift Ted Bears to people I was working with. It was very funny. 
And then look what I have in my apartment. I have a life-size horse. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, look, there's another lots of legs on top. <laughs> so. Are you a big horse person? Not really. <laughs> it's just, I had it growing up and I wanted it because it's cool. It scares people when they walk in. Uh, wait, tell us a little bit too. I remember you told me the first time we uh, talked on the phone about some of the Food Network. Were you trying to get on there or talking with them? No, I mean, I don't, I don't have, there's nothing that I would love. I would love to talk to the Food Network. I would love to talk to all of these people. I'd love to talk to Vice. I would love to talk to Bleach Report. I would love to talk to, you know, any of these companies. Because I think Stadium Tour is best for online or social. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not at this moment trying to have it be on TV. You know, I think it could be great for Netflix too because Netflix has this international street food show that did phenomenally well. And I could make that content in a similar way about the international stadium food. So, I mean, those are all people I would love to talk to, but I don't have any of that happening yet. And I now think it's gonna be an even longer wait because who knows what's happening. We have no idea when the stadiums are gonna open. Yeah, makes sense. So I might need to pivot into something else for the time being until the food, I mean, just who knows? And even if they do open, what's the food service going to be like? What is it going to come in like plastic and stuff? You know, single servings? I don't even know. Yeah, makes sense. Talk, so, talk to us a little bit about the experience like on the Today Show and all the other shows that you've been on. And how's, how's that? It was so much fun. <laughs> The interviews are so much fun. They're hilarious. The thing is that I have been making fun of myself this whole time. I've been making fun of myself that I dipped the chicken in soda. I've been making fun of myself about the attention. I've been making fun of myself about the whole like viral culture and, you know, people making music videos and people making calendars and people opening restaurants and the merch because I think it's so hilarious. Right. But in my, in one of the interviews I did, the guy was like, this is a capitalist country. Like, good for you. Like you should seize that type of opportunity. And that is what I was doing. But I just think it's so funny. The people that take it too seriously, you know, um, so it's just fun. It's a hilarious situation. It's not like, what do I have to explain a weird eating habit? It's not like I have to explain anything really embarrassing or like detrimental to my reputation. Yeah. What did your like family and friends say? Like, do they make jokes now when you see them or like when it first happened anyway? We're kind of over. I mean, my friends certainly mention it quite a bit. Um, you know, I'm like walking by a restaurant in Soho the other day and I hear someone scream, Alexa, do you want me to have the make chicken fingers for you? Mm -hmm. So like, I get a lot of that with like the random friends, you know? Yeah. Um, but the best, I was at Yankee Stadium during a playoff game last year. And I'm walking down the aisle and someone's just like, chicken fingers. And I'm like, oh, like, I just love, I just love the love from the New York sports fans so much. Doesn't it get like, does it ever get annoying though? People noticing you like that? It's not that often. It's not like they're harassing me. You know, it's just like yeah. a cute, funny, that's my point. It's such a lighthearted, stupid story. It's not, you know, it's just funny and, and lighthearted and cute. Um, so that's it. Yeah. All right. What about this music video? Talk to us about that music video you have. Well, that was created as a 
like sleuth marketing. Who the hell reached out to you for that? What? Then who the hell reached out to you for that? So I, I'm not allowed to say a lot because there's just some like legal documentation involved, but it was a sleuth marketing situation. And um, like I said, I was, I was into it because I was looking at what people do when they go viral. Do you know the big neck, fat neck thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the most ridiculous thing in the world. They got so much press and then they started making money. So I was actually into the idea because it seemed like that's what people do after they go viral as a joke. Like I meant for it to be like a Lonely Island type skit. Yeah. Um, I didn't, it's not me singing. I can't sing. I was about to say, are you singing in this? It's not me. Chicken tender in the tub is hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> but there is um there are actually like legal permissions on that video that I don't have the right to give out, so I don't think that you can post that without the permission. Like I can find out if you if you need me to, but I don't have the right to tell you that you can post that. That's hilarious. So funny. Um, how's the, how's the experience? Are we clear on that? Yes, 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 yes. How experience was the how was the experience like actually filming it though? Like being in a movie. So much fun. This whole thing has been one hilarious, just like journey. I mean, that stuff's hilarious. The stadium tour, that's my point, is way more serious and very different. The chicken finger stuff was two years ago. Right, right. I mean, what? I'm like, that's, that's long gone. The only reason it's resurfaced on TikTok is because ESPN just recently posted it, but I'm not, I'm not making more chicken finger content. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Except for maybe right now if they come. <laughs> what, would, what was your uh, favorite stadium that you visited? And what was the favorite food that you've had at any of the stadiums you visited? Um, I happen to have loved the barbecue stand at Nationals Park. And would I you, was so impressed by it. And would you say that was your favorite stadium too or no? Of the ones you visited? I thought that Angels Park was pretty cool. I've been there once when I was a few years back. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But it's only been a couple. I really want to visit all of them. Do you have any that like you haven't released yet, like edited and released? You only have a few videos up, right? Yeah, no. Not yet. I was supposed to do a lot this summer and then obviously yeah. that all got shut down. Yeah. What have you been focusing on this summer? Or do you ever want um, to I started a, a stadium tour at home version that I'm trying to get out there, which is that you watch the content and then you can order that exact food that you usually would be getting at the stadium to your house while watching the game. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's what I've been working on. So ever thought about starting a podcast? No. <laughs> Have you been on any other podcasts? Yeah. I, when this all first happened, I was on a couple, but I, I don't really remember which ones. Nice. Thoughts on Barstool saying that any of a psycho chicken finger soda dipper at the U.S. Open has been revealed, and she's an absolute smoke. <laughs> Thoughts Hilarious. on that? My second favorite title. Well, <laughs> what was the first favorite? Yeah, what was the first? 
Time Magazine said, move over Roger Federer. This is the real upset at the U.S. Open. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that's great. That's for sure the best one. But the Barstool one's hilarious. Is there anything else you want to share with us that any future endeavors? I don't think so. I just, whoever sees this or listens to this, I would love for them to stay tuned on the stadium tour because I really think that it's, it's going to get big and go places. And if you're in on the beginning, then um, I don't know, maybe like all the people, like all the people that are my fans right now, like I kind of talk to, I connect with, you know, like I'm, I'm, talking to you guys so anyone who wants to support me from the beginning you know i think will enjoy the ride so can you shout out all your instagram or twitter handles social handles? yeah so my instagram is at alexa g and also at stadium tour the youtube is www.youtube.com slash stadium tour and then the tiktok is at can I kick it? 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 Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.